Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today we're yeah, in the year of the office romance now and it's going to go year, into gonna the year of the period dramas <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Lovecast, the BL podcast. I'm your host, Alexa, and with me are my fellow hosts, Pixie and Kayla. Hey. Hey, hello everyone. As you can see, Pixie is currently on vacation <laughs> right before we also go to Thailand, so she's getting in all yeah. of her travel time for the year right now. Yeah, and I thought I was prepared. I wasn't. So I'm on my phone without AirPods or anything. So the sound will be crappy. The video will be crappy. My apologies. It's fine. It's fine. As long as we're here, that's what matters. Yeah. But yeah, so this week we're going to be doing a little mid-year check-in, just kind of talking about what we've liked so far in 2023 in BL, what stood out to us, what maybe hasn't really hit the mark that we were hoping it would in terms of shows and content and mm -hmm. just kind of chatting about what's been going on, you know, show wise so far this year. This mm -hmm. is our last episode that's coming out before we'll be in Thailand. So this is going to be released like the week before we leave. So right now we're like a little under two weeks away, which is crazy enough. But by the time this comes out, we'll be like three days from all of us like flying out to Thailand, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're excited. So like we've said before, if you're not following us on our socials, make sure you go and follow us on TikTok. TikTok. I don't really know about TikTok, but make sure you go follow <laughs> us on Twitter and Instagram. Probably Instagram the most is where we'll be kind of posting our daily stories and stuff about what we're doing while we're over there and kind of, mm -hmm. you know, giving everyone a sneak peek of what we might have planned throughout the time there. So yeah, make sure you're following us on our socials and tagging along for the trip and you'll be able to see what we have planned. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Yay. I guess let's just, yes, jump into it. So let's talk about 2023 BLs. What have we liked so far this year? What have really been the shows that have stuck out to you? We can kind of do what we usually do, like round robin it and go through like two or three per person. <laughs> okay. She's like, have I even watched that many? She has like two. <laughs> I don't know if I 
chewy with what came out this year <laughs> it's hard that's why i always have to have my list up so i know what actually came out this year but yet yeah, there's not a there's not a lot that i think any of us have watched this year let me see what i guess i can start let me see what can i start with mm-hmm. I don't want to take the ones that I feel like Pixie might actually have watched. So I will start with, I'm going to start with Moonlight Chicken. I feel like that was a really good one, which if you don't know, Moonlight Chicken was the Earth Mix series that also had Fourth and Gemini. It was this kind of story of this older, he's supposed to be older, but he's played by Earth, who was 28. But he was supposed to be like this nearly 40 like diner owner who kind of gets involved in a one night stand with Mix's character, who is like a, an office worker. I think he does some type of like design work. Um, and it's kind of the story of like how they're, what he believes, what Earth's character wants to be in one night stand kind of like turns into more. And it was a GMM TV show. It was only eight episodes. And I think we've touched on it before that I think it was just a really cool, realistic take on a queer love story. I thought it really got down into the nitty gritty of like non-wealthy people, which, you know, we've talked Mm. a lot about how a lot of the times when you have people in BLs that aren't supposed to be wealthy, they still kind of have Mm. a lot of like characteristics of a wealthy person in terms of where they're living and how they dress and the things that they're able to do and stuff like that. And I thought the show just had like a really realistic take on like, the actual average person, like someone mm. struggling to keep their diner afloat, fighting against like rate inflation and and being kicked out of their space potentially that they've been like working in and living in for all this time and how that affects the things you want to do in terms of like forced character wanting to go work abroad. And instead of going to school, he wants to go travel abroad and learn and work. And even Mix's character who was supposed to be more of like, a middle class kind of has these realistic aspects of like still living with his ex because he can't necessarily afford to move out and get a new apartment and things like that. Yeah. So I think it just was like a really realistic love story. It wasn't super over the top, sickly sweet. There was a lot of like, Mm. just kind of like, I don't know. I keep saying realism and realistic, but it just like, that's just how it felt. It felt natural. And it felt like the progression of the relationship and the tie-ins of their past relationships and traumas kind of Mm -hmm. all informed the story well and and made Mm -hmm. the relationship kind of feel much more validating when it did kind of come to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just thought it was like a really solid, it was like eight episodes. It was really well done. I was directed mm-hmm. by Piof, who, you know, has a hand for those type of shows, I think. And aesthetically was really beautiful as well, even though it was showcasing kind of like this more working class area. I think it really highlighted like the beauty of that area and like the community and like the area that they shot in was just like a really pretty area. So yeah, mm. I just thought it was a really, a really solid little eight episode short series. And I'm glad that it, mm. we finally got to see it this year. So yeah, it, I think it was worth the wait. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the, like, I had to sit here and think <laughs> what I watched, but one of the shows that popped into my mind is obviously The Eight Sense. Yeah. And if you want to get like into the details of why I love this, and I know you guys do, like we did a whole episode on this, mm. <laughs> so you can go watch this, but watch that. But I just, I really love the mood of the show. And it just, it was great storytelling. It was great pacing. It had everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm really happy they made that. 
Yeah. I feel like I was like, I need to leave the KBLs for Pixie because I know those are the like the one thing that you have been watching this year. So I was like, there's yeah. a couple on here that I might have mentioned, but I'll wait to see what Pixie mentions first. And that was definitely mm-hmm. one of them. I mean, yeah, we did a whole episode about it. And I mm-hmm. think we went into detail there about how much good there was yeah. in the show and kind of what made it stand out. Yeah. It's really, I mean, we really... talked for an hour about it. So yeah. there's, <laughs> there's feelings about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I just, yeah. I love the show. I love that they've kind of been keeping it going. They've been releasing a lot mm-hmm. of behind the scenes content and deleted scenes. And they've even mm-hmm. been releasing like merch and donating some of the proceeds towards like queer organizations, which is cool. Yeah. I think that their production is really intent on trying to do a second season. And so mm-hmm. they're trying to keep like the yeah. buzz around it alive. And it'd be interesting yeah. to see if they're able to secure the funding and do that. But yeah, yeah, it's just a beautiful show as it is. And it's yeah. a longer KBL, like 10 episodes, and they were each like 40 minutes-ish. So like, yeah. they they were able to put a lot of substance into it, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of think like if they did uh, like collab with Strongberry, that would be amazing. The ultimate KBL oh collab, gosh. honestly. <laughs> yeah. They're Huang Da Sol in there, and you you would have like the ultimate. Oh, dude! <laughs> oh, that would be crazy. Yeah. Mm. Where is Huang Da Sol? Where is she? Know. Knows. Yeah, we're it's waiting. <laughs> yeah, Moonlight Chicken and the Eighth Sense, I both had on my list. But since we've already talked about it so much, it's like you said, like we have episodes dedicated to just talking about how much we love the shows and why. So it's like, mm-hmm. I can't really add anything on to it that we haven't already. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple shows this year that I was really into. I guess I'll start with Bedfriend because mm-hmm. that was the big unexpected one. Like I wasn't even planning on watching it really but just decided to on a whim, and I'm so glad that I did. Like, first off, I have been trying my hardest to not become obsessed with Ned and James. <laughs> and I'm very sorry to announce that I'm failing failed. miserably at that mission. <laughs> I'm failing miserably. It's like watching them in that series is like having an awakening And I kept thinking, like, this is what I've been missing in Mm -hmm. my life. This is what I've been missing in, like, BL. But in all seriousness, I really love the care that they put into this show and how they framed the darker scenes, the darker topics in a way that didn't romanticize any of the things that happened. I resonated a lot with Ua, which I talked about before. And, like, mm-hmm. any emotion he felt, literally, I would feel it so strongly. Yeah. Like, they do a really good job in that show with making you empathize with the characters. And, like, literally, mm-hmm. like, all the characters. So I think, in part, that probably is due to their acting. I thought the acting in the show was really good i genuinely loved the story i loved how they didn't shy away from all of the details of Mm -hmm. ua's life and what's happening to him and it just it didn't feel as i guess polished as a show like cutie pie would because you know they're from Mm. domundi but they have like these completely different feelings to them and i've really liked the versatility that 
the show has in comparison to, I don't know, like a show that is more upbeat, like Cutie Pie. And Mm -hmm. I like that it also, like, plays into the whole thing where there's been a lot of shows with darker themes this year. Yeah. I know we talked about that. They've really been pushing on the more adult themes. And Mm -hmm. I really like that. And I feel like it might point maybe to the demographic of BL aging up a little. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, there's just... There's so much I love about Bed Friend. <laughs> like, there's the superficial stuff, like how I think Nett and James are like a really good pair <laughs> together. But then there's also like that I just genuinely think the story is great, other than some plot holes that I yeah. wish there was more elaborated on. But overall, it's a series that I unexpectedly really loved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I was going to say it was only eight episodes, but they ended up expanding it to 10, right? So, yeah, yeah I know it's like tied in with Middleman's Love, which is the one that's originally was going to be Jimmy and Tommy, but it's now going to be mm-hmm. Tudor and Yim. So I know like a lot of people were, I guess, skeptical about how they would tie together, but I kind of like mm-hmm. how it was almost similar to Love in the Air, how like both their stories kind of exist separately, but they're like connected in the way that like, the friends are connected and there's like certain aspects mm-hmm. that overlap, but like the characters of like in bed friend got to have their whole own complete story. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it is like its own series, although it's connected to middleman's love, which will be coming out mm-hmm. later sometime this year. So, and I think with like the kind of topics that they tackled in bed friend, it made more sense in kind of tying it in with something like middleman's love which i assume is going to be more on the like light romantic comedy side of things but mm-hmm. i guess we'll see so yeah i think they did justice to even i didn't finish a series yet because i was like it was a lot darker than i expected it to be so i was like okay let yeah, me step yeah. back but even in the bit that i did watch i was really appreciating how they were like mm-hmm. tackling said topics and like kayla said even from like only starting the first episode, I like emphasized with Ua right away and was like mm-hmm. invested in him and his story. So I think mm-hmm. they did justice with the topics that they covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else I have on my list. I'm literally just looking at my, my drama list right now and being like, what did I complete this year? <laughs> I feel like I need to talk about step by step because even though it's not Stop. finished yet, <laughs> This show, like, I don't even know what it is about. It's Man and Ben is what it is about the show that has me in a chokehold. Like, in the same way that Caleb was saying that they don't want to fall for Nett and James, I'm just, like, unexpectedly (laughs) falling down a rabbit hole for Man and Ben. But, I mean, (laughs) I love D-Hub House Productions. I mean, they did Lovey Writer. They did Something in My Room, Mm -hmm. which are both shows that I very much have enjoyed and talked a lot about enjoying over the years. So I had a Mm -hmm. feeling that I would really like this show just because I like their style of production and the way they handle topics and just Mm -hmm. a lot of different aspects about the way they do their series. But I just, something about this is like grabbed me in a way I didn't expect it to. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's like, maybe I'm usually not a person that's like super into like these very, very slow burn romances, but like this one is just like, it's like the the way they give you enough just to like keep you yearning and like wanting the next episode so bad. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just been so well done so far. So by the time this comes out there'll be like 
I think like nine or 10 episodes will have aired, but like, as of right now, we're only to episode eight and I'm just like, I'm loving everything about it. And like, I'm really hoping that it sticks the landing. I'm pretty hopeful. Like I'm trusting pretty well that it will, like, I'm, I'm not expecting anything to come out of left field that'll like yeah. knock it off the list for me, but you never know. So I mean, um, <laughs> you never what know happens to us every time we say something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, it has no, come back to bite it. us before, but I'm going to knock on wood here that it won't happen this time. Cause I've just been, I'm loving, I'm loving what the show has to offer. I'm loving how it's like tackling this workplace relationship in a very nuanced way and kind of taking the time to navigate that aspect of them being like a boss and a subordinate while also like taking the time to develop their relationship outside of it. And I think it just makes, it's going to be much more Mm -hmm. gratifying when we do fully like go 100% into the romance mode. And I appreciate that they're taking the time to like discuss the nuances of that complicated relationship. And like, I've been reading a translation of the novel and I'm not sure how much it'll transfer over into the series, but they do like go heavily into that and how it impacts their relationship in the novel as well. So yeah, I just think they're doing a really good job with Mm -hmm. it. And I know like workplace romance is kind of like becoming the new trend, but something about this one has just like, it's it's got me, it's got me in a chokehold and I'm, and I don't want to be released at the moment. So yeah, it's not finished yet, but I feel like no matter what, it's going to be on, like, it's going to be one of my top shows of the year, at least at the rate it's going now. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've had a lot of like office BLs this year. Um, yeah. One of the best ones for me, like, I haven't been able to watch everything, but one of the best ones for me is our dating sim. Dating sim, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's going to be your other one that like you talked about. KBL. <laughs> so the reason why it's because I will say this, like it's not the best BL that I've ever watched. Like there's there's some issues with it. With it, like I don't necessarily like the part where he goes full on trauma because he thinks he's left him that was kind of a lot but in the general sense of it did they just hit home with like the tropes and the actors had amazing chemistry and it didn't feel forced it didn't feel overproduced it was just it was just good like it's good entertainment like i i won't hold it to the same standard that i do with like the eight sense because the eight cents was amazing, but our dating sim is like it's like a good hug. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's comfortable. It's good to watch. It's it's just entertainment. It doesn't have to be that deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just a good yeah. quality rom com. I feel like it was one of those ones that you're like mm-hmm. kicking yeah. your feet and giggling with every episode because it's just it was it was like the perfect amount of mm-hmm. cuteness. And it was funny to watch and it was fun to watch. So, yeah, I can agree yeah. with that. Mm. I feel like I also have to talk about Step by Step now. <laughs> like, Alexa and I are going to be on a soapbox about Step by Step. And, like, I'm not regretting any moment of it because it's no. just that good. <laughs> but the thing I want to talk about is, you know, you mentioned with Man and Ben, but the cast is, like, such a big draw to the mm. show. I really love the cast. So, like, man has, he's entered my rotation of BL actors that I'm infatuated with (laughs) and a little delusional for. I think 
his dynamic with Ben is just so cute. Like Ben is a cutie. And I love that together they are very mm-hmm. goofy. Like they're always up to something. Mm-hmm. It's, the dynamic is just very funny. Of course, there's Bruce. He's out here yes. being very femme and very iconic. And his character is just so great. And then Zorzo and Poppy playing a couple is so random, but it's so good. Like, it gives me the strongest <laughs> bi-wife energy ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> um, who else is there? Oh, my God. Saint. Saint. A stunning human long, being. luscious hair. He's mesmerizing. And it's like, even uh, Up, yeah. who plays a character I hate, he does that character very well. <laughs> so... Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a star-studded cast, and definitely think, I think think even Bruce, we said, was, like, one of the highlights of Lovely Writer, playing, like, Aoi, Mm -hmm. who, like, even though he was the villain, he was just, like, so well done. And I think he's one of the highlights here Mm -hmm. as well, and it's, like, I don't know, it's nice to see someone playing, like, a femme gay character who is not being, like, made the butt of the joke, and, like, you know, knowing Bruce is, like, a queer person playing this character, and, like, the relationship between Chot and Pat and Pat kind of having this like older queer person to kind of like guide him and like laugh at him and like, you know, watch him like make these mm-hmm. mistakes and kind mm-hmm. of like go through his little dating fiasco. Like it's just like a really cute, wholesome friendship in the show. And I definitely think it's one of the highlights. And Bruce just does like such a great job of he's just like, he's like fun to watch as any character. And I think I was, I was really glad that he was cast in the show and I'm glad that his mm-hmm. role is like, bigger than I expected it to be. So yeah, it's been fun to watch him on screen again, for sure. Yeah, I might have to start watching that show. <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm Just watch you. it for I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to force Pixie to sit down in Thailand and in whatever little downtime we have and just <laughs> make you catch up on all the shows. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. I mean... It's something about, like, having people to watch with that mm-hmm. I think I'm also missing because I've sort of, like, okay, I went to America. We got to sit down and watch, like, between us together. Mm-hmm. And it just sits in the back of my mind because it was so much fun. Yeah. And now I have to watch it all by myself. And there's <laughs> no one around me, like, that wants to watch with me. So I'm just like, hmm, Yeah. 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 Yeah, that sense of community is such a big part of what makes watching the shows enjoyable. And it's like when you're Mm -hmm. not necessarily having the time to like go on social media and follow along with like the discussion there, then you're just kind of watching it on your own. Yeah. And it kind of, yeah, and it makes it like, I think we talked before about like the community aspect and like the Mm -hmm. watching things in this big group setting is like what makes BL really fun. Like going online Mm -hmm. and being able to see like what other people are saying about each episode and stuff like that. So yeah, I can get why mm-hmm. it's hard to watch things when you like don't feel as as engaged in the community <laughs> aspect. You know, you've been really busy yeah. lately. So yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get you back on your grind in Thailand. <laughs> you will forcibly <laughs> be back on your BL grind. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I can stop watching like old um, like dramas from like. <laughs> 2010. <laughs> Get you up with the times. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see what else I have to talk about. 
I feel like I want to talk about our dining table just to kind of throw a shout out to a show from Thailand, which it just finished. And Mm -hmm. I kind of think about it in the same way that Pixie. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I was talking about our dating Sam, which it was just Mm -hmm. like a nice comforting watch. And it was very much like a show about healing from trauma and healing from your familial trauma and kind of Mm -hmm. like finding solace in food, but also like in other people. So I I mean, I think it was really well acted. It has the actor who's been in like world man who defies the world of BL and he's great in everything that I've seen him in, Mm -hmm. honestly. But I feel like the real highlight of the show was the child actor who played one of the main characters, younger brothers. And he's Mm -hmm. kind of like the person that connects the two lead characters, but he was just so adorable and watching him each week kind of like, I don't know. It's just like, I love cute kid actors and shows and like they can, they can bring like a really fun energy to a show. And he was just really fun to watch. And he was like a decent actor for like an eight year old. So like, I think he did really Mm -hmm. well with the plot and his lines were always fun and he was super cute. But yeah, it's just like really slow, simple comfort, which like I think a lot of J-dramas kind of have that similar vibe with like these healing, like soft, slow romances. Mm -hmm. I feel like this one just kind of slides into that category perfectly. And I like don't have a lot else to say about it aside from like each week, it just leaves you feeling like warm and fuzzy after watching the episode. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Talking about Japanese, I really, really enjoyed... (laughs) Am I saying the title wrong? It's Jack of Frost? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the title? Yeah. yeah. I like the concept of the whole show isn't that uncommon in manga, but it's very uncommon in live action mm-hmm. dramas. And so I really appreciated that they took like a different twist on it than most BLs are. I like that it's a little bit dark 
darker, but it doesn't feel that dark. If you don't know what I mean, it's like a it's a light take on a dark theme. <laughs> yeah, no, and sense. and I really, I really enjoyed like how they, like they have like a history to get together. They had a relationship together, and this like it was a reset button sort of but like the whole mental struggles of it and just how both of them were struggling through it and the actors did a fantastic job so I, I really enjoyed that whole thing and I, I really was unsure if I was gonna be fine with the ending because I was just like okay how do they end this <laughs> mm-hmm. but but they did it in a good way like it it was a plausible end to the story without being like too rose colored yeah i didn't watch that one but i know i remember you guys talking about it when it aired so i think that's a solid aesthetically the guy who who has his loses his memory dude he is so beautiful oh Oh my god yeah Yeah. i did like that one too i really like that one actually the other two that I had are actually both Japanese BLs, too. My Beautiful Man 2 and The End mm. of the World with You. Mm. And both yeah. both of those I really, really loved, of course. Like, My Beautiful Man. Mm. <laughs> what else can I say about it? Mm-hmm. Like, I love the character yes. development. <laughs> I love their tension. I even love, like, how toxic they can be <laughs> for each yeah. other. It's just, like, all done really well, and, you know, this season two, it just, like, delved even deeper into the issues that they both had and how they're dealing with it mm-hmm. <laughs> internally together, all of that stuff. I really loved it because of all that. And then the end of the mm-hmm. world with you, I don't know what it is about that <laughs> one. Like, I love yeah. it so much. I went and read the manga. <laughs> and it's just I guess it's just like I like stuff that kind of like brings in the question of the end of the world or like the apocalypse mm-hmm. so there's that whole aspect and then I love that there's some mystery element to it where you're not sure like is this kid gonna end up saving the world or anything like that and yeah there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of trauma in that one too that is kind of painful to watch but is done really well given the time constraints because it's not yeah. that long of a series. So yeah, yeah, I really love those two as well. Like Japanese BL pretty much never misses for me. Yeah. I I've never disliked, I don't think I've ever disliked a Japanese BL or been disappointed by it, honestly. Not saying so. Like we've talked about that before too. Like it Japanese BLs, they have like two sides. Like either you have like very dark or graphic (laughs) or you have super fluffy cute. (laughs) There's no in between. And they're usually like they're all good or okay. Like there's not a bad one. (laughs) I mean, it's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. So I feel like before we get into things that maybe like disappointed us or didn't live it up to our expectations so far this year. Even though it technically started in 2022, it mostly aired in 2023. So I'm just going to say my school president once again. Um, I don't have, I'm not going to say anything else about the show because I've talked it to death in the deep dive and other Mm -hmm. episodes that we've done. But 
I think anyone who has watched the podcast or seen our social media knows how I feel about that show. And so since the majority of it aired in 2023, I'm putting it on my 2023 highlight list so far. That's when I've had the most brain rot about it. So it counts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, I'm adding Never Let Me Go to the list, too. <laughs> and I have nothing else to say about it. So I'm just shouting yeah. it out. I'm okay with exception. I I want to add to my list a Tale of a Thousand Stars Our Sky episode. Mm -hmm. Just that part. Just just that one. (laughs) Just that one. No, that's fair. That's so valid. Did you ever go back and watch like the whole four episode arc altogether? Not yet. I haven't gotten that far. I was planning for the for the the family trip, so I'm just like, I don't have time for this. But I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, no, their their two episodes are really really solid. So mm-hmm. I can I can agree with that. Yeah, it's kind of like I have like a cake on sitting there waiting for me. I'm <laughs> going to eat it. I'm looking forward to it. I just don't have the time yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are there any shows that you were looking forward to this year that you started that maybe didn't live up to your expectations or just genuinely ended up not being good that you can think of so my main one that i genuinely tried to watch and i just it disappointed me it 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 wasn't for me i i understand some like other people liked it and all that but it's not it's yeah a boss and a babe Mm. i was looking forward to it because i like the premise of the story i just don't think they pushed it enough i think they sort of it became too bland. Now, I didn't finish it. Like, I watched two episodes or something. But it, I was bored. It bored the hell out of me. It wasn't anything new. It wasn't... It, it just didn't have any heart. <laughs> and that's not on the actors. Actors are fine. But, like, they did great in their roles. It's all about, like, the storytelling and and the whole premise of the story and and aesthetics Mm. of the filming and all that it just boring it's valid i watch most of it and like i found it to be enjoyable but yeah i think i mean i can agree that like it was just like a pretty simple rom-com so Mm -hmm. you know i know that's not for everyone and i know pixie particularly you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily vibe with that all the time but Yeah. yeah I'm sort of, when I'm watching a show, I kind of like get into the whole mindset of how could I make this better? Mm. And with some shows, obviously, like there's no way in hell I could have made that better. <laughs> but like A Boss and the Babe, I kept just thinking all the time, what would I have done differently with this mm. story to make it more interesting? And it's sort of like <laughs> I self-sabotage, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> So, yeah, it it just, it got really boring to me. For me, one of the only ones, like, I didn't have a lot that I could think of, because I honestly haven't watched a lot this year. But the one that came from the same production company that did Our Dating Sim, Love Mate, and it came right on the back of Our Dating Sim. So I think I was like... I never watched it. Yeah, it was called Love Mate. It was an office romance, another office romance. It was coming like right on the back of our dating sim. So I think I still had a lot of excitement about that show. And it's from the same production company. So I think my expectations were 
set very high and like it was fine but i guess i set it to a standard that it didn't quite live up to like it it just didn't Mm -hmm. have like the same pacing that our dating sim did and i think they didn't quite like tap into the chemistry potential that could have been in the same way that our dating sim was kind of like there right off the bat. Um, Mm -hmm. So like, I know like you can't necessarily compare every project from the same company, but since it was coming like right on the back of our dating sim from the company that did our dating sim. And like, I'd enjoyed that one so much. I think I just had like expectations about it that weren't quite met. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of like, in the end, I was, it ended up being a lot more forgettable than I think then I know that our dating sim will be for me. So I think that one kind of mm-hmm. was like, I was a lot more excited for mm-hmm. it than it and did not end up like meeting that excitement level. So yeah. I don't even think I knew that was a show that existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was honest. like, it, it came and went so fast. And I feel like, I mean, I don't remember too much promotion around our dating sim, but I don't know. I just feel like it wasn't promoted as much as it could have been, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this year I've been pretty good with, like, only watching things that I know I'm going to like. Yeah. But the one thing so far that really disappointed me was the Eclipse episodes of Our Sky 2. Yeah. Yeah. The story wasn't storying at all. The characterization was so inconsistent. And Mm -hmm. we talked about the production feeling very rushed and that being Mm -hmm. its major downfall, but it's true. Like, it didn't do the original series justice at all. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't even have anything left to say about it because I'm just like, oh, man, this, this, like, this is... I want to forget it happened. (laughs) (laughs) It was just not okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the actors deserve better. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are there any other shows? I can't, like I said, I think I'm in the same boat as Kayla. Like, I'm in a place where I'm really only right now watching stuff that I know I'm gonna, or at least think I'm gonna like. So mm-hmm. I can't really think of anything else. I don't know, Pixie, if you have any other set you can think of. No, I think, it, like you guys said, that I've been in such a slump that if I'm gonna sit down and watch something, I really need to have some sort of hype for it. Mm-hmm. And the ones that I've watched, I've sort of hit the nail with so yeah i mean i can't think of any i like i can there are plenty that i've watched like the trailer of or heard about that i'm just like no (laughs) 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 not happening (laughs) but yeah i am very disappointed this year with korean bls in general i think there's been a lot more of them and the average level have has been very low mm. yeah yeah i feel yeah the what was the one that, that you talked about all oh, the liquors <laughs> all the liquors, <laughs> God. your hatred of all the liquors <laughs> yeah that director had a lot of stuff coming out in just a short time period and it was all bad like there's nothing to redeem about those shows Ugh. Yeah. Well, what are we looking forward to in the second half of the year? Only friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I think that's the obvious one that everyone is, everyone, literally everyone mm-hmm. is super excited for. Mm-hmm. As, and it, like has finally, like they're in production and they started filming like in the past couple, like week or two. So like it's getting, it's getting really real. Yep. So I'm... 
there's a lot of hype around it. So like, let's, let's hope that it like, it's Jojo. So I'm like, P Jojo and P Jojo mm-hmm. we trust. Yeah. And I am really looking forward to that. What's it called? Dangerous Romance? What was that? Uh, the one with Perth and Chamon. Um, yeah. From director from Lit. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I love Lit. I love Perth. I know that might be controversial to some, but I just, I just love Perth. <laughs> and I'm glad to see him back. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's making his way in GMMTV for sure. So it seems mm. like it was a good move for him. Yeah. To continue the GMMTV train, I think the biggest one that I'm most excited for is Last Twilight with Jimmy and C, which is no surprise to anyone, which has also <laughs> just started production. But yeah, I'm just like, it's an elf project. It's Jimmy and C. It's a really cool storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they handle it. You know, I appreciated the care that they put into tackling like a deaf character, a Moonlight Chicken. So I'm hoping they'll have like that same care and sensitivity and depth when tackling a character who's losing their sight in Last Twilight. So I'm excited to see how it's going to come together. And I really hope that it's well done. So, yeah. 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 I think a lot of the ones I was looking forward to are delayed. So I don't know if they're actually going to come out this year. So like I was looking forward to the next Prince with a Z and a new, but yeah. they haven't even yeah. started that one yet. Like, it's not even in production. Mm. Yeah. I feel you linger in the air. Is that supposed to be this year? It's shooting still. So I'm hoping it, it's been mm. shooting for a while, but I guess they're shooting it like in between the actors, other projects and stuff like that. So I'm mm. hoping it still comes out this year because that was one of the other ones mm. I was going to mention that I'm like so the- excited for. The Afghan cooking comedy, is that happening this year? I think they just started, GMMTV just started production on like all of their, their like second half of the year shows. Cause I'm pretty sure that one just started, is like going into production soon as well. Cause they Mm -hmm. just announced casting changes. Like Mark isn't going to be in it anymore since he has both Last Twilight and Only Friends that he's filming. Right. He, yeah, you know, one of dudes in I say, he's in literally every single GMTV show ever. Literally. So like, mm-hmm. the ball had to drop somewhere. Like, but yeah, ooh, so they recast ooh. him in Cooking Crush. So I'm assuming that one's like ramping up as well. I know twenty three point five, which is not a one. BL, but it's Milk and Love. So that one I know is just had their fitting. So that one's going into production soon as well. So like GMTV is just like. Every, I guess, second half of the year show is like starting to film now. So, but what was the show that Poppy was going to be in and have his own couple? Oh, no. Is that the one with no, the love puzzle one? He's in that mm-hmm. one, right? No puzzle. Yeah. Where he was like wrestling yes. with the guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I know yes. Pixie's excited for that one. I am excited for that one too. <laughs> yeah i don't know when that's like if that's supposed to come out this year or not i'm i don't know yeah, there's like a no date idea. or anything on the pilot trailer mm-hmm. but yeah i mean that one was pretty intriguing we love mm-hmm. no we love poppy so i think mm-hmm. if it does come out this year i'll definitely be tuned in for that one mm-hmm. um, definitely oh and like originally hot bammy was going to come out this year mm-hmm. it might be postponed we don't know yet so we'll see, but if, like I'm, I'm looking forward to that once it arrives. <laughs> yeah, whenever it comes out, we will be looking forward to it and tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
hopefully we can get some more information when we're in Thailand on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I was also, there's a lot of the ones from Domundi that I was looking forward to, like The Next Prince mm-hmm. and Love Upon a Time. I'm hoping that one's coming yeah. this year since mm-hmm. they just did the pilot trailer for it. I'm really, like, into the historical BL boom, so I'm hoping with, like, I Feel You Linger in the Air and Love Upon a Time, that'll be, like, a trend that people start jumping more yeah. into. Yeah, it's going to be the next how trend. These ones, yeah, I think if these ones do well, it probably will be the... <laughs> We're in the year of the office romance now, and it's going to go into the year of period dramas. (laughs) I'm here for it. Like, I love historical, I love historical romances, and I love office romances. So these two trends are, like, made for me, I think. I mean, at least it's not, like, schoolboys, like, 14-year-old schoolboys trying to, like, figure themselves out. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need any more of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure those those series will always exist because that's like the BL bread and butter, honestly. Like the school series yeah. are always going to be there. But yeah, so it's nice to to see new trends popping up that are yeah. I mean, going a different I trope think, route. Yeah, I think companies have realized that like BL fans do in general range at most in like higher age groups mm-hmm. that especially the ones using money <laughs> mm. are older and the younger ones like they're there but not as many yeah i mean I we think... can see that in our discord server or any other discord server we've been on that has like a bl theme in general like the age groups they're higher on scale yeah i mean i think yeah in general it's like i see a lot of people like in their 20s and is like i think a huge chunk of it but even older than that i mean like yeah we have people in their 30s and their 40s and beyond who are like enjoying and watching so yeah yeah, i think there's definitely become a realization that like bl as a demographic is much bigger than i think production companies thought it was and as it Mm -hmm. continues to expand like they're trying to cater more to different demographics which is nice to see yeah it's not like a hormonal thing yeah even if they don't all stick yeah. the landing, it's nice to see shows try and do something a little bit different in terms of premise. So, mm-hmm. yeah. great. There's a lot of good things that are hopefully coming in the second half of the year. And I'm sure yeah. we'll touch on them in our end of year top BL wrap up for 2023. Mm-hmm. So we'll see yeah. what makes everyone's lists then. But yeah, does anyone have yeah. anything else that they want to, any other shows they want to touch on before we wrap I don't think so. All right. Oh, I kind of, I want to give like an honorable mention for being like slow, but good. The one with what's, I can't remember the name. I know it's based, it's a, it's a K BL and it's based off Manwa and it's, it stars two idols um, with the archer and, and the other guy, there's not actually any, like, kiss in the oh, show. Uh, a shoulder to cry on. A shoulder to cry on, yes. Yeah. That was actually good. Like, <laughs> it yeah, was very good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Good catch on remembering that one, Pixie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on that note then, mm-hmm. now that we got our shoulder to cry on shout out in, let us know in the comments you know, what shows have been the highlight of 2023 for you so far. Let us know which ones didn't quite hit the mark for you. And what are you looking forward to in the second half of the year? Drop us a comment in the YouTube 
comments over on our social media. We monitor everywhere and we want to chat with you guys. So be sure to share a message with us. If you enjoyed the episode, do all the usual things. Give us a like, give us a comment, make sure you're subscribed if you're not, and, you know, rate and review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That and sharing with your friends really helps us out with the algorithms and helps push our episodes out there. So yeah, well, thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back with another episode next week. And make sure you're following our socials because next week is when all our Thailand content is going to start picking up. So you don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. And until the next episode, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.